You control the guy or the woman who runs the run, run brings out the carts on, 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 on a forklift. It's time for the Buff Show. One hundred year. Look, here's the lives. It's just. It's. A, I mean, you think about it. And no idea what you said, Joe, but we understand the Buff Show. Deeply held by uh, by a president. Stop moving that that that, that, that uh, you know. Call. That's a teleprompter, Joe. We'll take it from here. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. And here's your host, Matt Buff. Welcome to the Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando. Matt Buff, your host here in the Liam Fitzpatrick studio. Hope you guys are having a good recovery from the weekend and St. Patty's and all the March Madness stuff. Yeah, yeah, fun stuff everywhere. If you want it to be. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff. Try not to drive too much with $5 gas. Unbelievable. We got a big show for you tonight. We got some of our favorite interviews from CPAC. We were saving our explosive ones, which is awesome. It's explosive interviews coming up on the show. Patrick Byrne and Joe Flynn is are they they're gonna be on the show with us? And we got an awesome interview from the floor of CPAC with YG Nightstorm. Yes, that's his name. One of the most exciting political candidates coming out of Georgia. Don't don't miss that. It's going to be great. And then we got brand new content for you. Ashley Belote is back with her children's book series that she's going to be talking about. Fantastic. We need to replace some of the garbage in the school uh, media center with better books. Books that make children happy, not question their gender or political motives. There's a lot to cover on the show. My trip to Universal with the boys was awesome. Universal Studios, we spent a couple days down there. My feet hurt. (laughs) That's where we went down there. And we choose Universal over Disney for a variety of reasons. Number one, Disney, the British lady that was always, uh, sorry, Universal. At Universal, when you walk up the, the beltway to the turnstile, right, where everybody does the security check, you would hear a British voice, British woman's voice saying, please wear a mask if you're unvaccinated and make sure that if you're indoors, wear a mask. Not about vaccinations, masks, vaccinations, masks, vaccinations, masks. That was gone, completely gone. And not only what is it gone, there was about a billion people there. <laughs> it was an awesome time. They, we had fun with the restaurants and the rides and everybody was cool, but there was a lot of weird shirts around there. A lot of weird gay trans pro this and pro that rainbow, this and rainbow that there. I'm not sure if there was some kind of agenda that day on the schedule when a blackout day for us. So I'm not kind of sure what the, uh, the agenda was, but you know, people want to wear that stuff. That's fine. They're, you know, they have to be open for debate if you're going to wear that stuff. Right. I wonder how it would be if I wore um, a Let's Go Brandon shirt, bright red with a MAGA hat down there. I wonder how well that'd be received. Um, as much as the tolerance really comes from the tolerance really comes from people on the right. You know, it does. And sometimes too much tolerance, but it really does. It's the left that says you have to obey and do what I say and like what I like and believe in what I believe in. You have to do it. So I, you know, I don't mind a t-shirt here and there. Most people were cool. You know, this is just a small fringe minority. And uh, it was back to normal. 100% back to normal at Universal. 
maybe one in 1,000 people is wearing a mask. Right? It's, it's done. Now, you still have in the restaurants, you, right? The restaurants, you still have the servers and the helpers and the work staff. Some, most of them are wearing masks. So it's weird. We're moved into this position in the country where it's the help that's wearing the masks. Pretty weird. Like if you watch the March Madness tournament, the basketball games, the fans aren't wearing masks. The players aren't wearing masks. The bench isn't wearing masks. Just the people that run cameras and work there and the food vendors and stuff like that. So COVID-19 has been downgraded to wear a mask if you hold a job that works with the public. That's, <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> Not the public themselves, just if you have a job that works with the public. Um, these companies need to let this garbage go. The masks have completely been pointless from day one. Pointless. The CDC even says cloth masks are pointless. All of them are cloth masks. And Pfizer commercials all over March Madness. What's with that? The Pfizer commercials? They're showing people in surgical masks and cloth masks working at Pfizer. Well, the CDC says those, those don't working on the vaccines and stuff. So if those masks don't work and you're drooling all over the vaccines, oh my goodness, what have you done? But Pfizer's commercial cracks me up. Thanks to us, you can live your life. Yes. Yeah, the vaccines that were mandated all over the country that were sold with no other recourse, uh, with no other opinion allowed about how maybe the vaccines might not be good for you. <laughs> they were sold and mandated in some cases. The stock through the roof and Pelosi and everybody else is happy because they had Pfizer stock. Amazing stuff. <laughs> and uh, they might not be good for you. And then we get the study. Drip, drip, drip. Remember that study Pfizer was supposed to put out that would take 75 years to put out? Well, they've been ordered, and I guess basically they're complying to put out segments of that study every month. 10,000 pages now, 10,000 pages next month, 10,000 pages the month after that, and so on and so forth. And they bury it in Russia-Ukraine news. They bury it in other news. It's just not even something Fox News wants to touch. When a vaccine comes out the first four Lines of the uh, first report talks about the 1,200 negative or adverse reactions to the vaccine. Makes you scratch your head and say, maybe we should have had a choice in this. Kids now have to get an EKG test before playing sports. We got to make sure your heart's okay because basically this vaccine has been really bad for the heart. I've been watching basketball all weekend. So I, I thought it was funny with that fighter commercial. You're happier now because of something we made you do. And we won't tell you the truth about. And we have Dr. Fauci, Anthony Fauci, the Lord of Wuhan, the patron saint of COVID, telling you, you have to take this particular vaccine, not the other ones, not Moderna. You can have, yeah, you can have Moderna. Definitely not Johnson & Johnson, but you need Pfizer. And Moderna. Maybe you need them both. And a fourth booster. Their, their Lord and Savior, Dr. Fauci, said he's considering stepping down. I mean, this guy should be in prison for the Wuhan lab link and all the money that went to China. China! And all the uh, cover-ups that he's done in government. Gosh, check out the book, The Real Anthony Fauci. Shh, don't tell anybody I said to check it out. But check it out. He's considering stepping down. It would be great. 
to have more time with his family and wife. He said, that would be nice. Just right off into the sunset after you basically destroyed America. How many, because of your lockdowns that you recommended, heavily recommended, and showed all these charts and graphs how lockdowns would work, and you heavily recommend, recommended it, and Trump bought it, Biden took it to the next level, Ah, oh, Democrats all over the place said you have to. Well, Lloyd Lightfoot, who I ran into at uh, Universal, I took pictures with her on my Facebook page, Beetlejuice, say her name three times. Lloyd Lightfoot said, we'll arrest you if you go outside. Fauci was always behind that. Suicides, depression, divorce, deviant behavior, and kids suffering the most. Unreal. Dr. Anthony Fauci says, I might just write off into the sunset now. Unreal. And speaking of the science, Leah Thompson, the swimmer from UPenn, is a man. A man. And uh, and the, the girls have had enough. There is great video. You can see it for yourself. Leah Thompson wins the world championship. And the dude gets out of the pool. And he's, by the way, he's towering. It's easy to see which one he is. He's towering above the girl. He's a tall man, too. Couldn't cut it in men's swimming and goes to beat up on women's swimming. That's what happens. Those cater. Oh, no. We don't want to say the wrong thing. We don't want to say the wrong thing. We don't want to talk about trans dysphoria. Maybe get this guy some help. Don't celebrate a disease. You try to treat it. And don't create a phony fear-mongering portion for a disease, Fauci, with with COVID. Treat a disease and let doctors treat it. (laughs) Don't create fake conclusions that would harm other women and other guys, and the guy himself. Don't do that. So Thompson walks off, and the women gather around the second, the runner-up. The girl, the, all the swimmers and everybody in the crowd and everybody gathered up around the girl who finished second. Thompson's off to the locker room by himself. Mission accomplished. And liberals, some of them out there are cheering for him. Yes, go beat up on women. It's great. I saw commercials too all weekend for women's sports. Celebrate women's sports. And we're bringing on Ashley Belode, an author of Celebrating Women Authors. We are. We, we celebrate women, biological women. And I hate that we have to say that at this point, biological women. So there they go. They all gather around the women, the woman who really won. And then the girl who missed the cut by one, right? She would have been there if it wasn't for the dude playing girl. She's all upset about this saying, I will, I missed my chance to be at the national championships. You know, when there's five or six that have to make the cut, I mean, some people don't make the cut, but one should have made the cut. She should have been the last one. And she's upset about it. The parents are, are upset. The girls are trying to do what they can. Imagine being putting this on a young girl. You know, she. this is a lot to put on them. I'm trying to compete. I don't, I got society telling me how I'm supposed to react to this, but this, this affects me personally. It affects me personally. What am I supposed to do with this? They're starting to get bolder. And saying, this doesn't work. This is not who we are. And this, America, is not who we are. Don't say you celebrate women, right? When you're celebrating a man beating up on women. 
There's no such thing as trans women. You cannot physically dump all the cells out of your body and refill them with cells and body parts that makes you a different gender. It's not possible. So it's an idea. You can take some pills and hormones and crap like that, but whatever it does, it makes you a weaker person maybe, but you're not. You're still a man. And when Leah Thompson finishes dead last in a meet after winning the world championship, that was political. He did it on purpose to see, see, I don't have an advantage. Yeah, you do. And that's why you did it. Just come clean with that. We'll be right back on The Buff Show. Great content ahead. Stay with us. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. Happy hours every day of the week and all day Sunday. $1 off drafts and house wines. $2 off well liquors. And Liam Fitzpatrick's has tons of special events. Mondays, it's trivia night. Tomorrow, $7.99 burger and fries. Liam Fitzpatrick's does catering and has a private room for your meetings, luncheons, and parties. Mention The Buff Show and get 10% off your order. Liam Fitzpatrick's Restaurant and Irish Pub in Lake Mary. LiamFitzpatrick's.com Hey, you may have heard radio show hosts talking trash on solar. Yes, even conservative talk show hosts. There was a silly comparison to trucks running 10,000 miles, carbon emissions, and panel production. It came off as like a liberal argument against a liberal problem. Shallow knowledge as opposed to experts in the field. Politics, global warming, and other environmental concerns aside, the number one reason to buy solar is simple math. Have you looked at your power bill? It has risen in the last five years. How much more will it go up in the next five years? It's a rigged game and all solar energy empowers you to stop playing a rigged game. A solar electric system freezes your costs and shields you from upcoming rate increases. If you choose to finance a solar electric system, the payment on a system that zeroes out your bill is typically less than your current power bill. This is simple math. Call All Solar Energy in Longwood tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or online at www.allsolarenergy.com. More information on this later in the show. Welcome back to The Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9, The Answer, Orlando. This is the best of our CPAC road coverage, so thanks for joining us here. Matt Buff, your host. YG Nightstorm, the guy, the coolest name, like, probably of Radio Row. Great to have you on the show. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Honored to be here, man. We're having so much fun, and you guys are killing it, man. You guys are doing such a great job, man. Oh, awesome job. Thank you. Job. Everybody's having see, fun. See, you guys don't see what I see, but it's amazing people in the background doing some incredible work, man. Thumbs up to the whole crew, man. Let's get oh, it. Oh, I appreciate that. Way to look out. See, this is off to a good start. You yeah, give us props man. instead of just jumping into what you want to do for Georgia. That's right. Just tell the truth, man. <laughs> That's what we have to do. Georgia, we have a little problem with election counting. Yes. So what's going on up there? All right, so basically we had an issue, and I call it the kerfuffle. And it's a better <laughs> word than saying cluster, and I know this is a family show. 
but yes. a kerfuffle of last year. And so yeah. basically, I went to Maricopa County, and I was there for the audit as well. And of course, they found a whole lot of you know irregularities. As That's they a nice say. way to put it. You know, and I'm trying to be nice, okay? <laughs> but let's just say they, we found some irregularities, and I was actually had proof, you know, from someone who actually worked within those ballots, and we had proof that the ballots came from Maricopa County, crossed over state lines, and landed in the Fulton County. I had that proof. And I actually went to the FBI in Georgia, turned that proof in, and I said, I'm a U.S. congressional candidate. I got skin in the game. The people need to make sure their elections are protected. I know we already have from the Logan Act of 2020, where they found over a thousand people have voted multiple times. They found that in December. Yeah. And then, of course, we, we, we have more issues working with Garland Feverito and also with the Voter Georgia group. We found so many things, and I was actually sitting in court hearings with one of the judges who asked the attorney for the Secretary of State and said three questions. One, can the machines get hacked? Two, can the votes be diluted? And three, can anyone mess with the machines and, 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 and let's say, take away people's votes? Yeah. Now, the attorney for the Secretary of State said, hold on, we'll get back to you. That now, means yes, yes, and mean- yes. <laughs> That's what that means. If there was a, it should have been an emphatic no. Exactly. But that was yes. Sorry, YG, yes to that one, yes. Uh-huh. And, uh, and yes, the envelopes too. They had fraud all over the, the return address. And the well. crazy sorry, thing sorry is, this that. was October of 2021. Okay, we, we yeah. it was it's almost 10 to 11 months after the election of 2020. And if you can't answer those questions after all this time, and you need another 30 days, there's something wrong. And that's why I was happy to sign the Women for America's First Act to, and let's just say, remove Brad Raffensperger as Secretary of State because of a failure of leadership. It's nothing personal. I know these people. But I got these people's go. number in my phone. But it's, look, if you are in command and you got one job, yes. it's to protect the election, That's right. and you failed, and you got 50% of the constituency saying something happened, That's and, right. and everybody's like, see no evil, hear no evil, then you're fired. That's right. You got to go. absolutely... A problematic situation with the voting block. Let's say the exact same happens again for the midterms. Mm-hmm. We, we've lost our country. We have. These people that we're looking at right now here mm-hmm. are not going to turn out anymore. No. They're not going to do it because they're going to see that this thing was stolen again. Now, if you win fair and square, right? You win fair and square and everything's on the up and up, great. But if the car has a problem with the engine, but you won't open the hood to let us take a look at it, that means you're hiding something. My kids running around here at CPAC today. Mm-hmm. It's great. But if they are trying to keep me out of their room, they're trying to hide something. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're trying to do with this election. You were right about Maricopa County. All that stuff came out. Mm-hmm. And we got to get the rhinos and sissies out of there. Well, and the crazy thing is, you know, I, I know a lot of these elected officials. And when, and when politicians talk, I mean, because I'm not a politician, I'm a public servant. But when I'm around these folks, the way how they talk about the people, the way how they think that the people are so stupid, they just basically use people to get their votes and money for donations, yeah, and they turn their back. Right. And I asked all of them, I said, you guys are sitting in office right now. You looked at people in the eyes and told them that you're going to be their voice and you're going to stand for them. And when the kerfuffle happened, all of you guys got ghosts. All of you guys got quiet. You are misusing the trust of the people. Why aren't you saying That's anything? Right. I'm not right. even elected. And I'm out yeah. here doing. They said they can't because the donors told them to shut up. Oh, unbelievable. The donors. The people are speaking out right now. They fool me once kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Right now the main theme of CPAC is 
Number one, don't steal elections. That's right. Don't do that. Number two, don't buy elections. No more dark money. Uh-uh. And number three, get off your butts and vote in midterms. Look at Virginia for the example. Uh-huh. We can overcome all those things when we got a bunch of pissed off parents. Yes. We got a bunch of things happening in our schools that are just atrocious and yes. people are getting out there. We don't like this inflationary problem, I'll just put it nicely that way, when mm-hmm. we're paying almost $4 for a gallon of gas and uh, we have these wars going on because you're weak and you're sissy footing around the darn thing. Mm-hmm. We've had enough. Yeah. Protect us, let us vote, and let's do it right. I agree. You're in District 7, yeah? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I agree with everything you said because, honestly, Biden is an epic failure. Afghanistan, Ep- the epic Ep- fail. Oh, when you got goodness. people running in and so desperate where they're clinging on the airplanes and the airplanes are going up and bodies are falling. But then when uh, George Stephanopoulos asked him about it, Biden's like, oh, that was four days ago. Man, that was somebody's That's child. That That's was somebody's said, son. Yeah. That was, a, that was yeah. a life. Okay, that now life. And now we're looking at what's going on with Ukraine. Epic failure. This man is weak. I don't even know if he's awake to even know that the place has been invaded or not. But I will tell you this. The people are waking up. And it's not just the conservatives. Okay, there is a wave just like in, in Virginia. And That's just it. like even with Mr. Dirt up in Jersey, the grassroots people, the real Americans who don't care about all this establishment stuff, who only care about freedom, who don't want the mandates, who, who don't want the indoctrination in schools, who honestly just want to be able to work hard, have a safe neighborhood, have safe uh, places for their kids to go to, to go to school and live their American dream in peace. People are waking up on the black side, the white side, yeah. and even Democrats are waking up and saying they've had enough of this stuff as well. And, saying, and they're throwing this liberal, yeah. Yeah. progressive garbage away, and they're done with it. They're done. Enough is enough. The people are rising up. Brother. Even in crazy San Francisco. Man, come on. Three school board members? How crazy were they? Because San Francisco on. is a liberal hellhole. I mean, how many, how crazy were you to get <laughs> by the wokest city? Woke. How, no. Wide open yeah. woke. <laughs> I mean, what kind my of bullshit were you to get thrown out of San Francisco? <laughs> and then they said everybody's racist. I'm like, no, not in San, not in San Francisco. They think we're all racist. Uh-huh. You're the people that you love threw you out mm-hmm. how crazy were you that's right i mean that people have had enough even in woke san francisco they've had enough and we need good people to represent our interests but don't forget about the interests of the people mm-hmm. when you get in there that's what happens of special interests come calling mm-hmm. and everybody gets bought and paid for well i tell everybody this if you really want to vet your candidates you know ask them where the hell were they Okay, yeah. especially the ones that's in elected office right now, because candidates, all they do is sit here, they talk, they sell a bunch of smoke and mirrors, they virtue signal, and they will promise you all the things that they won't do. They'll tell you they yeah. will, but then they'll turn around and they won't. So now once they're in power, and now they're coming out again because it's voting season again, say, where were you? How come you didn't speak up for the kerfuffle? How come yeah. you didn't speak up for election integrity? How come you were not at the school board meetings? How come that's you weren't right. at the churches? How come you weren't in the communities? How come you weren't at the home? shelters where our veterans are sleeping on the streets right now while you guys are standing quiet. Why is abortion still legal in a so-called free state? See, I mean, we have a lot of issues. Why is constitutional carry 
not allowed in Florida. Do you guys have that in Georgia? Man, look, we have a lot of issues. We have, of course, we got people on the Democrat side are pushing against the Second Amendment. But yeah. guess what? More and more Democrats, especially in minority communities, are saying we want to defend ourselves. We and should have the right to defend our families. That's what we're saying. It is. And another beautiful thing, that, in, especially in minority communities, this abortion thing has gone out of control. Okay, when you have over 20 million black babies have been aborted, that's a problem. That is literally 40% of every black person that's walking around right now. Yeah. So cut our population off by half. 60 million Americans have been killed. So that's why I have started the Howard and Hank bill. I'm writing it now. It's my own Excellent. bill. And, uh, and I named it after my twins who were aborted in 1999. Oh and what it does, it actually helps give fathers the rights to save the lives of their pre-born children. And this is big time with Gen X grandmothers yeah. who were pro-choice in 1999 and in the early 2000s. But now they're older and their sons are grown and their sons' children are being aborted and they can't be grandmas. So now Gen X grandmothers are backing the Howard and Hank bill, and we're moving forward with saving the lives of Americans. Because if you ain't got a family, you can't vote for anything. Ain't no policy if everybody can't be born. Yeah, that's right. I'm glad you had that bill. Planned Parenthood was created to eradicate the black community. Margaret Sanger, ain't she lovely? She was a lovely Democrat. <laughs> Just ask Hillary Clinton. Hillary she Clinton loves her. Love, I love love Margaret, Sanger. Margaret Sanger. She speaks at the Margaret Sanger Award Show saying she's done so much great. Yeah, because Hillary, you don't like black constituents either. Mm -hmm. We've seen what you did to Haiti. And you for took all the money. All that money. Where did it go? I, I, I still hidden. don't see it. We're I still hidden. don't see the money. Yeah, and by the way, black Black Lives Matter, $60 million. I mean, you're not really doing this, are uh -uh, you? Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. <laughs> okay, well, it, it's, it's speaking of Black Lives Matter. But they took advantage of black Americans to yep. raise that money. They you did. know what I'm saying? They're, they're just case after case after case. And not a single dollar went back left. to the black community at all. Not one. And they've been exposed. Not one. They've been exposed. It's, it's a right. beautiful thing. But like I said, just real quickly with the Margaret Sanger thing, because this is hitting hard in minority communities in my district where I am in District 7, yeah. where it's majority minority. And when we're going in and we're talking about the complete eradication of our culture. We say, they say, well, who's Margaret Sanger? I say, Margaret Sanger is a person that is cheerleaded by Hillary Clinton who wanted to eradicate us. Then we talk about the abortion. Then we go into the so-called great society of Lyndon yeah. B. Johnson who gave us the welfare state. And then we go into Joe Biden's 1994 <laughs> crime oh, bill that put so that many of us in jail. But, you we know. You call them super predators Super predators, man. You know, but, you know, he, you know, you ain't black unless you vote for him, but he will put your black behind in jail yeah. and destroy our families and separate our families for decades and generations, destroying the black community. And then when Trump came in with the First Step Act. And actually took some of the people that Biden locked he up. He was freeing the black people from jail. And said, hey, you know, we're going to release you. What yeah. did they do? They say, Kim Kardashian, you're a sellout. Kanye West, you're you're crazy. The Democrat machine went crazy, Why man. would you support a Republican doing good things for the black community? And the Why crazy, would you do that? And the crazy thing is, now <laughs> Joe Biden want to give people crack pipes. Ain't that something? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, You're going to wear man. a double mask, but we're going to give you a crack, a crack pipe. pipe, man. Here you yeah. go. And it's all for free. I mean, come on, man. This $4 is, gas, but you get a free crack pipe. Well, you're going to need crack after spending $4 dollars at a gas station. Yeah, I might start taking up crack if this inflation starts getting out of control. Give your website <laughs> oh we having fun man it's great right it's the best show you've been on just say it best it show is all the best best one best All one right, so it's far. official 
give your website so everybody can support and contact people from all over the country want to know. Yes, sir. If you want to donate, I would need your support. It's YG, two letters, YGforCongress.com, YG4FOR for Congress.com. I appreciate it. You know, you're not donating to me. You're donating to the fact that I'm going in. I'm the bodyguard of Georgia, and we're going in after these rhinos. We're going yes, in after these Democrats. Out. We got to get all these people who hate the country. So if you love America, please donate to me. Support me. Pray for me. That's what I need. Invite me to your churches. Let's go get them. This is our country. We are one nation under God where the skin color means nothing, but it's about our content of character. That is what's uniting us, our faith and our belief in each other. God bless America. That's Let's right. Go. Absolutely. God bless you, man. Thank you so much. I know it's tough to follow, but we'll be right back on the Buff Show. Stay with us. <laughs> Since 2012, Cellulartronics has been providing Central Florida with the best phone repair, electronics repair, and computer repair. They fix all electronics from iPhone, Samsung, Sony, and many more. They also do TV repair and fix your tablets. Right now, you can get a glass back cover for the iPhone 8 to an iPhone X for only $95. iPhone 11 and up back covers are only $120. With one super convenient location, 31 South Charles Richard Beale Boulevard in DeBerry. Or call them at 386-516-6185. Visit Cellulartronics.com. Cellulartronics. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning is the official pressure washing company of The Buff Show. While Matt's doing the dirty work on the show, Action Plus Pressure Washing has been doing the dirty work for the last 15 years in Central Florida. They use a soft wash system to clean pool enclosures, driveways, pool decks, houses, and commercial property. They even clean large and small parking lots and buildings. Wow! Action Plus offers other services such as lawn maintenance, one-time service to weekly service, mowing, weeding, edging, and trimming, and hauling away debris. You can get more than one service, and they offer bundle pricing. Check out their weekly, bi-weekly, and monthly services for lawn maintenance and ask about their free standard two-driveway with house wash services. Family-owned and operated, get your free estimate at actionpluspressurecleaning.com or call 386-506-1048. That's 386-506-1048. Action Plus Pressure Cleaning. They aim to please. Welcome back to the Buff Show, AM 950, 94.9 FM, The Answer Orlando, where where we will be at Freedom Expo this Saturday. Can't wait to see you guys there. Visit thebuffshow.com. Click on the Freedom Expo link at the top. Sebastian Gorka, myself, Christopher Hart, Carl Jackson, going to be a great event. Don't miss that. And somebody else is doing a great event. We're doing our uh, National Women's Month special here on the Buff Show. Ashley Below joins us. Awesome children's author. Great to have you, Ashley. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm excited. Well, last time we had you on, it was Christmas time, and we were talking about our Christmas book schedules, and we were hoping that you were able to get out there and get some book signings, and we've been following you on Twitter. Looks like people are really excited about the books. They are, yes, and it's been wonderful to be able to share the books with people in person again here recently. I've done several in-person book signings at some stores, and I've also been able to do several school visits since our last interview. So it's been so fun to get these books in front of kids and talk about what I do with them and see, see their little faces light up when we draw and everything. So it's been it's been a great couple of months. What's really cool is when the kids draw monsters for you. I mean, what does that do for you when you see that? Because they know you're coming and they draw these monsters. How cool is that? Yes. Oh, my gosh. So it was actually this past week that that happened. I was at a great elementary school in Charlotte, uh, where I live, and they knew that I was coming. So the kindergarten classes 
they drew slime monsters for me because they the teachers read them Frankenslime so they could kind of be prepared for what we were going to talk about. And they all wanted to make me little pictures. So they each drew a slime monster and they wrote their little names. And some of them had very nice penmanship. I was very impressed. <laughs> oh, good, good. Bring them on staff, right? Some of those yes. kids. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And they're pretty good drawers too. I was telling them, uh, we always do a drawing activity during my school visits where I teach them how to draw a character from the story. And a lot of the kids did such a great job. I told them, I was like, you know, I'm going to have some stiff competition here in about 15, 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. It's fun uh, when you when you're really impacting the ones that you're trying to reach, and that's the kids. And they they've you know been under lockdown, they've been under masks, and they're finally getting to be free and breathing kids. So everything you do is part of that um, joy they have in their lives, and they really appreciate it. It's awesome. It is. It is. They've been through it just like everybody else, and you know this whole situation has affected everyone differently. And I was talking to a few third grade teachers and the kids who are in third grade this year, they have really never had a normal school year. And it's it's just amazing how much that's affecting everybody. So it's nice that, you know, hopefully we can continue to kind of move towards a more normal world. And especially for school kids, I think that's really important. I know the the visit that I was just talking about, I was the first presentation that they had had since 2020. So uh, two years after more than two years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. So I was very honored. I was like, well, thank you so much. And, you know, it's hopefully that will be the start of, you know, kind of getting back to some more normal scheduling opportunities um, for kids in school. So we shall see. Beloved children's author brings us back to normalcy. That's the, that's the headline of that one. <laughs> I like that. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> so listen up, Lula dropped here in 2022. Talk about Going from just illustration, which is a phenomenal job you did on the Frankenslime series and the Valenslime uh, series, um, going from illustration to being, you know, fully part of the story now. What what has that transition been like for you? Oh, it's been absolutely amazing. It's a really different experience to be the author and the illustrator versus just the illustrator. It's kind of thinking about everything as a whole picture. And when I just get a manuscript, you know, the words are already there the concept is kind of developed and it's almost like, you know, handing off a baton. So they write it, you know, the author writes it, hands me the baton, I illustrate it. So it's, it's a marriage of those two things. But when you're doing both, you kind of have full control over both aspects of a picture book. So it's interesting because with me and my process, I, I tend to go back and forth between the writing and the illustrating parts of the process. So a lot of times people will write the story and then draw the pictures. But for me, I'll draw a little and then I'll write a little, draw a little bit more, write a little bit more and just kind of let the entire story develop as one entity versus the words and the pictures so that they're not as separated as they could be. You draw inspiration that way. When you're drawing, do you think about what I could be writing? And when you're writing, do you think about what I could be drawing? <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. And for me, in order to write about a character, I have to see what the character looks like. And that's something that I've only discovered, you know, somewhat recently. And I've kind of developed, you know, everybody's process is always developing and always changing. That's why art's so much fun, because you constantly morph and try new things. And so with that realization that I have to see who I'm writing about, that has really helped in my process with like some new things that I have some ideas for. 
I'll get the character idea in my mind and draw this character. And then after I see them, I can pull out certain characteristics that they might have, you know, certain quirks about their personality or even their physical appearance. If they've got like, you know, some fun glasses or a hat or something. And then you can just pull, like you said, pull inspiration from that. And then once you start writing the words, you get so excited to draw these pictures. So I'll stop writing and then I'll go draw this picture. And then once again, that picture will inspire, oh, it would be really fun to draw this character doing, you know, whatever else. And then I can write that into the story. So it's kind of like a ping pong effect going back and forth. And with um, my my book, Listen Up Luella, coming out in June, I really used that kind of technique while I was developing that. So, yeah, that's been kind of something new here within the past couple of years. And what do you want kids to learn from Luella? I want them to learn to listen. I feel like everybody, adults included, you know, we it's it's hard to listen sometimes because either you you don't want to hear what's being said or you are so focused on something else that you really don't hear it. In the story, she is going to Roar Scout camp and all of her little friends are there and she tends to insert herself into games and kind of not wait her turn in line. And she's missing out on something really important because they're trying to get her attention, but she's so focused on doing these things that she's not listening. So I I want people in general, not just kids, I want adults also to just kind of hear this message of we need to stop and take a minute and listen to what's going on around us. I feel like I'm especially guilty of this. And it's because in a fast paced world, it's hard to slow down and listen sometimes. So I hope that kids can kind of get that from, from this book. No, that's great. We all need to listen more instead of just one thought um, or ignoring everybody else. But that's, that's a whole other point. It's hard. It's hard. I, I was excited to bring you on because before this interview, we've been having uh, many guests on the show that are talking about some of the books that children are being forced to read or put in their schools. And it's really quite disgusting, Ashley, some of the material that's been putting out there. And I said, well, that's why I wanted to bring you back on, not just because of the celebration of women in arts or women in the fields. We wanted to talk about the book itself because we need more books like yours in the schools instead of trying to force some political agenda or something even more filthier into the minds of kids. And that's why I think it's important to have authors like you have a bigger voice that we should listen to. Well, thank you. Yes, thank you. I feel like, you know, the world is hard. The world is tough. And there's so many different things that you can hear. And, you know, as one person, I feel like it is my duty and it's my goal to just put happy things into the world. You know, we are all here for a different purpose. And it's, you know, I've been blessed to know that I was meant to be in the arts in some form or fashion. And I love that it's in picture books. And if I can just put as many happy things into the world as I can, then I'm, I'm satisfied with that to bring, to bring a smile to a kid's face or the best thing is when they laugh, you know, when I'm reading books out loud and you get that laugh, that is like the best moment ever. It is, it is fabulous. So yes, you have to kind of again, just drown out the noise and focus on the happy. And in my case, the humor, because um, that's really what I feel like I, I am passionate about and drawn to that the most. So I want to give, put that out into the world. 
No, that's great. And the picture that Ashley, uh, we have an, a picture of Ashley actually with those kids. We talked about it at the beginning of the segment. We're going to put that on her page on thebuffshow.com. Ashley, pre-order now, right? For Listen Up Luella. Where yes. can they go? Yes, they can go to my website, ashleybelote.com. And there are links to sites where you can buy all the books that I've worked on, including pre-order Listen Up Luella. And I will be doing some signings this summer. I am available for school visits. I will go anywhere. Again, my passion is talking to kids. I would absolutely love it when an author would come to our school and talk. It was like the best day. So I, and I love that I can do that now. I can go talk to kids. So I'm available for school visits. I can do them in person or virtually. I always read the story and kind of talk to the kids a little bit about the parts of the book and the process involved in making a book because there's a lot of hands involved. It's a, definitely a team effort. And then we discuss how I take the, the book business kind of from the beginning, the conceptualizing of the idea to the finished book, and then we draw. We always draw. Um, you have to do some hands-on stuff. And more recently, I've been getting more involved with the characters of the story, kind of talking to kids about character development. And we've been doing some fun kind of activities along with that as well. So I'm I'm ready to go. I am super excited again to finally be back in schools and talking to kids. Everyone listening across the country and here in Central Florida, please share this with your school district. This is what we need more of. Not the stuff that makes us crazy. The stuff that makes us laugh and happy. That's what we need more of. Yes, yes it is. We need to laugh more. <laughs> more laughter is key to success. <laughs> Ashley Bloat, always a joy. Thank you for joining us on the show. Thank you so much for having me. I love being here. And really, I appreciate everything that you're doing. Okay, we appreciate that too. You guys stay with us. We'll be right back on The Buff Show. You heard about the simple math with a solar electric system earlier in the show. Not all homes qualify. An energy evaluation by a qualified professional to get the fully informed information is always recommended. If your home qualifies, solar is always a prudent financial move. All Solar Energy in Longwood has been educating homeowners, roofing companies, property management firms, and now radio hosts about solar for 22 years. We have experts to perform no cost, no obligation energy evaluations to see if your home qualifies and explain the simple math of solar. Call All Solar Energy tomorrow at 866-412-4218 or visit the website www.allsolarenergy.com. Let them know you heard about it from me, Matt Buff, on The Buff Show. Veritas Tactical, Tactical. a family-and-law enforcement-owned company where you can get custom-built ARs with purpose-built precision. They have a full line of handguns like Glock, Six Hour, Smith & Wesson, and get your everyday carry items and accessories. Moreover, they are your Liberty Safe dealer. Need training? Veritas Tactical has all you need from getting your CCW to advanced tactical courses, female survival courses, and force-on-force scenarios. Veritas Tactical has a full-time gunsmith on site, Coating services, laser engraving and more. Mention the Buff Show and get a $25 discount on courses. You'll find Veritas Tactical at 207 North Goldenrod Road, Suite 200 in Orlando. Contact Veritas Tactical, 407-309-3000, 407-309-3000, and at VeritasTactical.com. Veritas Tactical. 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 
Welcome back to the Buff Show, AM 954.9 FM, The Answer Orlando. Check out thebuffshow.com for past shows and interviews. And these are our favorites from CPAC on Radio Row. We're here with Patrick Byrne from Overstock.com, now fighting for the rights of Americans to keep their votes secure and make their vote count. You're, you're actually against voter suppression. I'm against voter suppression. <laughs> and of course, election fraud is voter suppression. Yes, Absolutely. it is. And civil rights violation that's as well. That's right, and that's the voice of Joe Flynn. You guys heard him on the show the other day. Excellent stuff. Joe, you had a killer press conference this morning, and your brother had some nice words. And then we're talking about Lieutenant General Michael Flynn. He had some nice words for a certain reporter. Talk about that. Well, you know, <laughs> actually, we were happy to see uh, uh, a good representation of media across you know the both the right and the left I think it's yeah. really important that we talk to the right and the left but as Patrick well said to the AP reporters he said listen you know you, you got to report the truth you got to yeah. report you, you can't spin it we made sure that we recorded the interview that she gave and you know when they start asking goofy questions that don't make any sense that aren't relevant to what's going on today and then you you know and then you just got to stop you know Move on. What was the question? What was it? Well, it's not even Yeah, it's not It was so bad. It was. It was bad. It was bad. It was inappropriate and wrong. All right. Yeah. So everybody needs to know what the press conference was about, right? Yeah. Talk yeah. about Operation Eagles Wings. Well, Eagles Wings is something that that really Joe is is has come up with the idea of taking what we did in Virginia. Yep. <clears throat> which was we got involved with a with a pastor Leon Benjamin from Richmond, and helped him bring, he set up an organization and we helped them bring election integrity to Virginia. It made quite a difference in the last election. We think we cleaned up about maybe 40% of the kind That's of fraud. Really and, yeah. and it was just getting people trained and increasing to such. And now we want to supersize that and get it out to six or seven states, yep. really 50 states. Well, we want to do nine. We're going to do nine states, okay? okay. The swing yeah. states yeah. and Florida, Virginia and Texas. And we're really going to focus on two areas. One, a political uh, campaign to train uh, people to be precinct volunteers and poll yeah. watchers, which, unfortunately, the parties do a terrible job with. Yeah, they do. And secondly, uh, we're going to focus on low propensity voters and make sure voter turnout isn't like, you know, for the primaries, it's like 20%. For the general, you know, in an off year, it might get to 40%. It's ridiculous. American citizens, American people have to vote. Yeah. If you're going to get the right candidates, you can't complain about candidates if you no. don't get out and vote. And it's pathetic. And I'm kind of, I'm kind of conjoling our our citizens out there. It's pathetic that you complain about what's going on in the country and you don't go out and vote. If only 40 percent of yeah. us are voting, it's ridiculous. So we're going to try and educate the public on how important it is to vote. We're going to get people to the polls. We're going to get people. We're going to make it fair and clean at the polls. So do what we can to make sure the shenanigans. Don't, don't get pulled off. Now, we're not going to be 100% successful, but we're going to damn sure try. And yeah. Patrick mentioned in Virginia, we had a big effect on getting the voter, voters that we knocked on 80,000 doors yeah, with 4,500 volunteers. Fantastic. Best turnout. And, and we really focused on minority communities who think their vote doesn't count. Yeah. And so we had a great minority voter turnout, best in the history of Virginia. And it helped swing the election, I think, for the House of Delegates. And it eliminated and any chance of fraud because of the number, the sheer I, numbers of the turnout. I, I think it. I think it had a big effect on eliminating. I hate to say it eliminated. I still think there was some shenanigans. Well, the win is the elimination. That's what I'm saying. There you go. The win. There you go. Because the fraud the win is still is the there. Yes, we know. And there's a lot of work to do. I don't know if you guys had a chance to meet Scott Fressler. He and we know, right. We know you guys Scott well. Great together. We, yeah, we were talking out. about doing a lot of things together. Actually, okay. Scott. Yep. Yeah. Good. His dad actually helped us in the Virginia campaign. His dad is a very good data 
His dad is a Navy, retired Navy captain. Oh, really? And a very, very good data analytics kind of person. And he helped their, our team in Virginia in the last uh, go around. So okay, good we, we like Scott. And we like his dad. And his, everything Scott does is just magnificent. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yep. That'll be a great team. He's yep. really a fighter on the ground. He really Patrick is. Patrick Byrne, talk about the effect at the press conference this morning had around the crowd that's mainly coming to CPAC, but was this still something very much on their brains as a big issue, voter integrity? Yeah, well, my, uh, my general sense is that the grassroots cares a lot about election integrity. The, the establishment is trying to move past the subject. They don't want to talk about it anymore. They don't want to talk about 2020. And in my mind, we've never had such a clear way to distinguish good politicians from bad yes, on yes. how do they feel about election integrity. Good if point. they soft soap it, that means they're not they're not on our side. They're the rhinos. They're the fakes. If they if they're not jumping up and down about election integrity, that's the easiest way we've ever had to distinguish <laughs> yeah, them from both. Yeah, it's exactly. very true. Very true. What Pat says. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's you know it's the most sacred duty and the most sacred honor as citizens to be able to have a free and fair election and vote. And, you know, Patrick and I talk to the press, the mainstream press, a lot. We're not afraid to talk to them. And, and you know, they're always saying words like the baseless, baseless, baseless. We had a oh, conversation. Yeah. And it's like, it, and, it's, and then, you know, so we just give them the statistics on that. You know, yeah. laws were changed right before the election, 25 million mail-in ballots that no one had any chain of custody, knowing where, what direction they were going to yeah. go in. Drop boxes all over the country. I know Patrick just met with Dinesh about his upcoming movie. That's going to really seriously expose the Dropbox fraud with all the cameras that they had on yep. them. I mean, it's yeah, going to be a block, blockbuster. I saw a preview of that where they found like 2,000 mules just in Wisconsin alone. No, no, 2,000, I think it's across the, in five states. In five in states? states. But it's yeah. like 242 in Georgia. And yeah, got yeah. A couple yeah. few hundred. They had a compilation. That were being paid $45,000. Yeah, Each? They, one, no, one whistleblower has come forward. He was paid $45,000 to stuff 4,500 ballots, $10 oh, a wow, ballot, wow. groups of 10 and 15 driving around. And he says he's average size, and there were 242 like him, which would imply that there was $11 million paid to stuff 1.1 million ballots in Georgia. There's a whistleblower who's attesting Good. to all this. And, you know, the same thing went on in Arizona. It's all the five states we know about. Was Dropbox is the most dumbass idea of all time in American history voting? Well, actually, it was. if you're, if you're a lefty, uh, that it's a genius idea. <laughs> That's right. Okay, when you think about it, I mean, I, I got to hand it to those people. They're really good at being. Uh, they're really good at cheating. Really good at it. Oh, they and, and, and they I mean, do. They agree. wanted to make a federal law. They fit. well, We're and then so they try to make it a federal, federal well, law. And, and they, they're really good at that. They're really good at throwing money around like yeah. crazy. Um, they're they have the press, mainstream media in their back pockets. They have the unions in their back pockets. They actually. I give them a lot of credit. I wish we were as organized on our side as oh, they are. No kidding. Honestly, yeah. otherwise we wouldn't be in this. Now, the difference is we have the numbers. We have the people. Yeah. We have the numbers, and I think that's going to show itself in 2022, especially with the efforts like we're calling our our uh, our uh, endeavor Operation Eagles Wings. So right, right. Operation Eagles Wings is a great example of harnessing the power of the people who are quite pissed off actually yeah. right now. But what ha- what happened in 2020? And you know, look at look what we've inherited uh, with the Biden administration. It's in one in one year, like I told you both on the show, when it comes to stolen elections, they have dire consequences. Yeah. Look what look at uh, Russia. No I respect for us anymore. No. We didn't have none of this under Trump. No. None of this fighting with uh, Ukraine under Trump when when it came to Russia because he was serious. Just right. in one sentence, he said, "We have the most powerful military. We're not afraid to use it." 
So watch your P's and Q's out there, everybody. And they took him seriously. Yeah. That, that didn't need to be a sanction. Weakness invites aggression. Yeah, it weakness does. invites it always. It certainly does. Always. And that's just that problem with the inflation and the CRT. They say they say critical race theory doesn't exist, but they want you to leave it alone. Right, that's a good point. How can you leave alone something that doesn't, that doesn't exist. exist? Right. I mean, it's just remarkable. But on our side, we have integrity, and that's the difference. We do, we do. I think I would be. Uh, it would be nice to see a little bit more unity on our side. I think there's a lot of egos involved in all this. Patrick and I, my brother, have no ego in this game. We yeah. just, we just want to win for the people. It takes money. It takes effort. People have to understand that we're we're millions fighting trillions. In other words, the amount of yeah. money that they have, the amount of money that they're going to pour into this state to try and beat Ron DeSantis, okay, is going to be in the billions. The amount of money they're going to pour into Texas to try to beat whoever's going to win that uh, primary is going to be, you know, Beto O'Rourke is already moving up in the polls. How the hell is Beto O'Rourke yeah, moving up that. in the polls? Did you see that? Yeah. Well, it's because 43%. they... 43%. Yeah, but it's, it's because in the, in the, they've, they've made a concerted effort over the last four years to really infiltrate the suburban counties around big cities like Dallas. Houston's lost entirely, to be honest with you. Austin, yeah. I mean, they got a real problem in Texas, and they don't, they don't get a good candidate. I think if Abbott wins the primary, it's my personal opinion, I think Beto O'Rourke becomes a governor of Texas, then we're in real deep doo-doo. Oh, that would be a nightmare. I just, that's why I'm saying this, so that people understand that they got to get active. They got to get involved. They can't sit on their rear ends. Even th- in the this primary. Year. Even in, in the, the primary. Yeah, that's what. That's what you got to keep hammering because people right. stay home during the primary. No, you know, and they that's do. why they get such terrible choices in the election. It's, yeah. They always are saying, "Why do we get such terrible choices?" It's because you let these nobodies with no point of view win in the primaries, and they're the yeah. s- and once they win with, and they're the, they are captured by the special interests, or, and that's why we don't get good. Or milk toast candidates, you know, like Governor Abbott. I mean, Governor Abbott. Not very much. Not I, I, popular. Governor Abbott is a good man, a good you know, guy. all that. But why, why is the Texas National Guard not completely deployed on the on the border in, in, in Texas? Why, why is he allowing that to happen? Yeah, it's, it blows right. my mind. And him and Ducey in Arizona haven't, as Republicans, as conservative, haven't taken that situation very seriously. There's no excuse yeah. for it. At least invite the trucker convoy down there. Hey, we need ninety-two thousand trucks. Oh, but they the have, they have, they have tens of thousands of soldiers they in their do, national they have guard. The soldiers, right there, they don't do it. It's That's a, it's a, it's a state of emergency. They, they should declare a state of emergency. Yeah, declare, declare state, you know, of emergency. state of emergency. We're gonna have a uh, special session. My point, and, yeah. my, my point is, our efforts really are focused on putting pressure on the political system to get people involved. That's the most important thing. Yeah. It, it absolutely is. And Operation Eagle's Wings, how can people help out and join Go that? to americaproject.com. Okay. Americaproject.com. And, and I'm picking up, we've made publicly, I'm picking up all the operating costs of America's Project. Anything people give, anything, any dollar you give goes directly, directly to, to the cause. To the okay, cause. great. To, to the cause. No, that's to the awesome. operation. Yeah, that's great. So it's, a, it's the most important thing. Election integrity, because here's the thing, guys, and we'll end on this and I'll get your final takes. Yeah. If we lose this, and American people suspect that there's fraud in where, this, where are we going? Where are we going? It's that over. Happens. There's nowhere to go. There's nowhere to go from there. It's done. You can close down shop on Eagles Wing. Tell Scott Pressler to shut down his Twitter. I might go on. A per, I might go on a permanent surf trip or something like that. I don't know. Where, <laughs> honestly, I just don't know. And you know, people there's have no to. Point people. America's over. People yeah. also have to understand that 
I mean, how close we came to America being taken over through H.R. 1, through the Voting Rights Act. Two Democrats. Thank God for those two Democrats. They are great American heroes. Yep. They almost got two Republicans. And they almost got two Republicans with that. Yeah. Which two? Romney? Um, it was Murkowski. She said she went on the floor and said she really liked it. And Susan Collins said she liked it. But Holy didn't, crap. She just doesn't like certain aspects of it. And I'm like, you guys are insane. They might get some watered down version. And but, only, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish with that. No, we gotta, that's why we got to take back. You know, we got to have people who are constitutionally sound yeah. as our election, as our um Representatives, Cinema only voted against it because she didn't like the filibuster rule being taken away. I mean, I'm sure she got a few she, phone calls too. Yeah, I mean, she, she likes her. Susan Cinema is a smart lady, and she wants a long political career. We absolutely have to fix this problem. We have to win in 2022. You see what they want to do with the government takeover of everything? Socialism. We'll divvy out what you guys need. Socialism and then and then social credit it, scores and then if they do what they did in Canada with seizing bank accounts, imagine that's that. when socialism becomes Marxism. Yeah, sure it does. And sure it's it does. Tyranny. tyranny to our north, invasion from the south. It's not good. Not good at all. Thank you so much for the work Thank you're you. doing. Thank you. That is all the time we have for the Buff Show on this Monday, Monday, Monday. We hope you enjoyed the CPAC interviews. Such great content there. So much fun interviewing those guys in person. And then, of course, Ashley Below. Thank you so much for joining us today on the show. Always mixing in with CPAC and current stuff on the Buff Show. That's how we roll. We'll see you tomorrow night. You stay smart out there.